Morning, seven past seven. So we have some general agreement around last night's debate. One, it was boring and achieved little. Two, both leaders did fine. Three, but given they both did fine and really it was Luxon's to lose, he didn't. So in that sense, he won. They talked about tax. National can't say how they're going to pay for it. Well, look, the I mean, plan does not add up. It does $6 billion worth of cuts, and they can't say what public services they're going to cut. And let alone the $20 billion worth of New Zealand homes that they want to sell to foreign oh, home buyers. Well, let's for dig it. In, no, sorry, can I just, I'm going to close this out. Because, I mean, honestly, you know, Chris has got a plan to take GST off fruit and vegetables. He's suggesting that a grocery commissioner is going to go around with a clipboard looking at the price of bananas up and down this country. A little bit of back and forth on the gangs. So what we're going to do is we're going to actually back the police and tackle the gangs. That means... And you gang funding last time you were in government. Well, mate, you actually gave them funding. You gave them $2.7 million to do meth um, you know, rehab. And we talked about the boot camps. 80% of the kids that have gone to boot camps when National tried them last time went on and re-offended. So let, me, let me talk about the boot camps because right. I actually think for 15 to 17-year-old serious young offenders to be able to give a judge an option to say you're going to a boot camp for 12 months is a good thing. Why? Because actually our military leaders are our best leaders and mentors. I tell you, they're much better than the Oranga Tamariki uh, you know, supervisors we saw encouraging those vulnerable young people to fight. Under MMP, by the way, we need to talk about coalition deals and... <coughs> Peters. Winston Peters and David Seymour will be running circles around you. I mean, Winston Peters brings chaos wherever he goes. Yep. I've ruled out working for, with Winston Peters because stable government does not come from working with Winston Peters. And what it I'd say, point, what I, well, what I'd say to you is, I mean, the original coalition of chaos is late. Just imagine this. I mean, Labor has had an absolute majority and has been not got things done in that term. Imagine we throw Te Pāti Māori, the Greens, and I'd argue you got the support of the gangs there as well, actually into that mix. That's not great. That's that? not great. The race issue of Māori Pacific and the health wait lists? You've got to always come through the lens of people's needs, not their ethnicities. That's the deal here So why should Māori Pacific all... people with the same need wait longer than non-Māori and Pacific well, New Zealanders? Because that's what's happening right now. Yeah, but, that, but Chris, that's not the way to deal with it. You come through the need lens. If someone's waiting longer, then they you have, have to the deal same with need issue. and they're waiting longer. Why is that fair? The need lens. That led to the Maori Health Authority. So Christopher said that he's in favour of having Maori health providers, but he doesn't think that there should be a Maori health authority. You don't need two separate systems. You don't need two separate systems. But they're not. What's the difference? Have one system. Uh, They were talking about housing, and Hipkins gave the old tax cut line another crack. Will you guarantee that landlords will pass on the benefits of your tax cuts to their tenants? Well, what I guarantee is you won't see $180 a $180 per week question. increase. Will in landlords rates? pass on the benefits of your much. tax cuts to their tenants? What you're doing is not putting any downward pressure on I, rent. I think that's Those no. two. And to end it all, a weird question about what they're each personally doing to combat climate change. Oh, look, as a family, we embraced uh, recycling some time ago, you know, a decade ago, and so we work quite hard at that. I have an EV, I'm a recycler, um, and I'm very focused on making sure I mean, you have an EV as well. Right? Well, you might have heard my wife's probably got the most famous EV in the country, I'd put it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad line. Ten minutes past seven. Political commentator Bridget Morton was watching all of this and is with us. Good morning, Bridget. Good morning. Consensus seems to be Luxon one, and it was boring. Is that your consensus? Yeah, absolutely. But I think that just reflects where our TV debates have gone. Previously, they were for, you know, seeing the um, politicians under pressure on live TV. Now, every press conference is live streamed, every, you know, with multiple social media. So it just becomes a competition of talking points. Where do you stand on the questions around your favourite beach or book and stuff like that? 
Well, I don't think they're probably the best thing that we need to use that time for. I mean, ultimately, going back to social media, that's ultimately where they can do that some of that soft media. I think people were looking for some of those answers about, actually, is it going to be easier for me post-October or not? Is there an argument, I made it earlier, that because those two guys were so similar, people on the fringes and the minor parties are going, ah, that's where we fit in? Yeah, but I also think that we know that there's been considerable amounts of change and flux over the last couple of years, and people are looking for stability. So actually having people being sort of calm, actually giving straight answers, I think would appeal to a lot of voters. What about the fact neither of them are rock stars, and at 22.5%, no, no one's setting this country on fire? Look, we've had many complaints about having rock star politicians and the fact that, you know, Jacinda Mania and John Key's popularity detracted from the policies that were being discussed. I think this creates an opportunity for us to actually look at what they're putting on the table. Do you see this as a fait accompli, this whole campaign? This is done, there's a change of government, and we're sort of working through the motions. Do you get that sense or not? I think there's definitely a sense for change. It's what that change looks like. And I think the momentum's definitely behind National, but it's MMP, and you can never predict the outcome. Good stuff, Bridget. Appreciate your expertise very much. Bridget Morton, political commentator with us this morning, 12 minutes past seven. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.